One has already taken place, a preliminary resurrection, the resurrection of Jesus, the first truth. There remain two, the resurrection of true believers, and then subsequently the resurrection of the remaining dead. Paul is talking about the out-resurrection, the resurrection that doesn't include all the dead, but it's a resurrection of the true believers out from among the dead. And it says in Revelation 25 and 6, that the rest of the dead did not live, did not come to life again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection, the people who are resurrected at the beginning of the thousand years. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Do you want to be one of those? Blessed and holy? Now, there's a lot of questions about that. I'm not competent always to answer, but let's stick to the main outline and not got involved in some controversial defense. Now, there's a beautiful picture of the resurrection given, uh, several in the Bible, but I think one of the most Exciting is in 1st Thessalonians chapter 4. Actually, the resurrection or the coming of the Lord is the theme of both 1st and 2nd Thessalonians. 1st Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning in verse 15. Paul is now giving a revelation something that was made known to him supernaturally by the Spirit of God, something that could not be known just by reasoning or even by studying the Old Testament Scriptures. But this is it. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord, that Greek word there is parousia, the standard Greek word for the coming of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. Not, we will not precede them in resurrection, you understand, or in meeting the Lord. The resurrection is coincident with the return of the Lord. It's the Lord himself, and only he. 